Hi, welcome back to Making Sense. Uh, they were just swearing at each other. No, they were not. They were doing gang signs. Wow, I, what's going on? I'm trying to paint myself as a nice guy for the pod. Yeah, try to deceive I'm just people letting them know what's going on behind the nice. scenes. I am the nicest guy. I'm, you don't fall for it. I can change. I can change. Anyway, um, welcome back, guys, for another episode of Making Sense. Uh, got myself, Jay, here. We have Sam and Francis. Um, Kalisha's not with us this week. <laughs> You're sorry, yours truly, sorry. Uh, thank you um but yes welcome back for another week uh yeah. thanks for joining us again uh new listeners welcome old listeners thank you for staying loyal we appreciate um, that we do. Loyalty. we do you really really do you loyal <laughs> <laughs> um, you know as always thanks for the feedback messages everything all the support's been amazing this week where we are discussing a quite interesting topic Yes, and uh, it's interesting. I say that about every bloody topic, so sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, most of them are interesting. I think so. To yeah, us, at least. They are. Otherwise, it wouldn't have made the cut, right? <laughs> we only discuss interesting stuff here. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is the truth? Or wait, even if it's not interesting, we make it interesting. We make it exactly. interesting. Exactly. We make it make sense. Yeah, we do. We're um, in the business of making sense. We are. Yes, we are. Figuratively and literally. Anyway, um, we are discussing gambling. Yeah, gambling, um, betting, all that good stuff. All that good stuff. Uh, that I think is quite relevant at the moment with a, a yeah, certain event that's going on that and, I'm and not paying much attention to. And it's been relevant for at least 400 years. Yeah. And I will true. give you, you guys, guys more insight as to why. <laughs> wow. Okay. Have you guys Do you have money? to put on your Barack Obama voice when you talk that? Yeah. That wasn't Barack, Barack. Barack. I'm going to let you know. Furthermore, in, in the in podcast. It's not Barack, it's Barack. I don't Barack. know. I'm ignorant. Now, anyway. <laughs> have you guys put money on the no, I don't, World Cup? I don't believe in betting. His Jamaican accent is wow. awful. Wow, it's wow, Rasta wow, no wow. gamble. And they do probably. Um, I shouldn't say that, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so any Rastafarians out there, other ones that are related to me, please do not come for me. Anyway, so yeah, we're discussing gambling. Um, you've got the World Cup going on at the moment. Yes. So there'll be a lot of people, I imagine, uh, you know, putting bets down. I'm seeing um, ads on the TV quite a really? bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You'll probably see a lot of ads. What I find fun is the ones that come on during the game. Yeah, so yeah. Like you got like these online accounts now where you can bet on results, like at halftime and that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. You'll probably see a lot of stuff on YouTube as yeah, well. YouTube, I'm seeing a lot of. You know. So it's just an interesting one. Um, I think so. This week we want to discuss that. You know, maybe how much money spent on it. Yeah. Um, the impacts on society. Yeah, how accessible it is. Yep. Yeah, changes in it. You know, how technology's changing it because it is. Um, regulation, all that kind of stuff. So it's just, you know, uh, like anything, it ties into your personal finance because it's, you know, something, you know, quite a lot of people spend or some would say lose money on. Yeah. Um, and it's maybe how people engage with that, or how they need to start engaging with that. Yeah, yeah. Is what we'll discuss this week. Yeah. So. Disclaimer? Especially yes, when it comes to betting. <laughs> yes, yes. So <laughs> listen to this disclaimer well, well, please. Well, well, yeah. So I'll go through that. So. As always, remember, we are not registered financial advisors, and the aim of this podcast isn't to give you advice, it's to give you information, mm. food for thought, uh, and let you know of your options and places that you should do your own independent study. Mm. Uh, we always say, uh, if you don't feel comfortable, go and get you know independent advice, and hopefully use the knowledge you've got here, or from your study, to keep that person honest. Mm. Or if you do have the inclination, go away, do that further study. And do it for yourself and be truly independent. Yeah. Um, but please do not come to us and say we told you to do anything because that's not what we did here. No. We gave you information. Basically. Cool. Cool. Betting. Yeah. Um, 
So we've got billionaires in the building now. <laughs> we had a black billionaire. Cheese! Mr. Billionaire, do you want to introduce you. yourself? Bro, when did Jay-Z get here? <laughs> huh? When did Jay-Z get here? You, you said billionaire. Jay-Z just got here. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no clapbacks today. Using my timing. <laughs> That's how I like it. <laughs> yeah, we have man. got John in the building. Yes. Hello, yes, hello, yes. hello. Actually, did you guys tell the people who he, who he is to us? I don't know. Should we announce it or do we keep him secret a bit longer? I don't know. We've got John in the building. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just asking them if they've put any money on the World Cup. Um, and then you came through the door. So like, have you put any money on the World Cup? Yeah, I have. Go on, go on. <laughs> oh, let me sit. Let me sit well, well in my seat for this one. Yeah, I have. I did. I've done one bet, which is just what? a bit slow for me. Yeah, I've only done one um, because I haven't had time to to proper analyze it. But it didn't go well. Mm. Oh, okay. I put okay. twenty twenty pounds on an accumulator, and Switzerland messed me up. I oh, really? I would have won four hundred pounds. I hate oh, wow. accumulators. I really, really hate them. I hate. So I every time I search ACCA, that's all that comes up. <laughs> So that's a, that's a good friend. So What's me. I'm trying to study and I'm seeing betting stuff. So every time you search ACCA, yeah, uh, accumulators come up. Oh, because they're called Ackers now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, annoying. Yeah. No, I did. Um, which is one of the, and we'll come on to that. One of the new things where you can build your own bet. Okay. So I went for a few, a build, basically built a scenario. It's a bit like building a model almost. Mm. And um, that's three, nice. Three parts, a bit a four part, and three of them came in and one didn't. I had to restrain myself at work. <laughs> but yeah. But to your question, yeah, an accumulator, accumulator is when you, um, you put multiple, uh, bets, mm. um, basically, and you bet on all those bets to come in as one bet. Uh. So, you know, you might bet on Portugal to win. Yeah. And then England to win and then Germany to win. But you can put those three together. And you have to get all of those results. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so the accumulation yeah. of yeah. those results gives you your outcome. Okay. So two out of three is not good enough. You need uh, to get the three out of three. Yeah. That's how the house yeah. always wins, right? Yeah, so. Well. so those seem to be quite popular at the moment. Though. Is that like the go-to bet for... Well, I, I think from... I mean, I, I got into betting quite quite late through football, etc. cetera. But so I've, I've been betting for maybe three, four years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I, yeah so I was never betting. Oh, really? For me, it's the apps. It's, it's the... Betting became so easy mm-hmm. because of apps mm-hmm. and mobile phones and online that um, I think that's where accumulators really uh, became a thing. Um, I mean, I I've, I don't think I've ever been into a betting shop. I think I've been into one once. Good. My mum will still like you then. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people would never go into a betting I've shop. Never yeah. been into but when one. they could bet from their phone yeah. or mm. online, well, that's fine now. It's okay. Mm. And yeah. it's less shameful, isn't it? You're... No one wants to walk into a betting shop, and no, not no one, and no shade to anybody. But I feel like people would love to do it behind. What well, is a stigma doors. attached to it, right? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, older men in there for a long periods yeah. 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 so yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of people didn't want to be um, attached with that stigma. Mm. But I think um, you know, researching the the industry and such, a lot of uh, like everyone else, a lot of advancements came out of it going mobile mm. and it going online. So things like the accumulators, things like cashing out. Yes. where you can end your bet early and things are going your way. So, you know, you said all three have to come in. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, if two are, you know, if, if two two thirds of your bet is doing well, yeah. they now brought in this feature as a few years ago now where you can cash out. So, they'll give you a proportion of what you yeah, would have won. Yeah, yeah. And then you can make a decision whether do I jump out early, do I stay yeah, in if I win. Yeah. You couldn't do those things in a betting shop. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, you're in or flexibility. out. Exactly, exactly. So, so yeah, I think... Um, as with a lot of a lot of places, technology has accelerated that industry yeah. uh, to the point of concern now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know the regulators are looking at it. Well, they brought out a lot of regulation to to deal with 
to deal with some of the concerns that they have actually, mm. uh, particularly around online betting. Um, uh, well, so they've done a lot of research around online betting. Mm. So you know, if you go to the the, the regulator is called the Gambling Commission. Yeah, if you go to their website, they'll they've got stats for like, you know, how many people felt like they've gambled because of advertising okay. or because they've been they follow uh, the betting company on social media, things like that. But what they were really really worried about is um about machines in betting shops. Yeah, the fixed odd machines. Yeah, they're right? called fixed odds betting terminals. Yeah. It's effectively like slot machines with roulette games yeah, and things yeah, like that. Yeah. And um, yeah, those were the things that were really worrying. Yeah. Because uh, I think the maximum stake of those was £100. Yeah, it's down to two now. So you could put £100 in yeah. on one on one play, on one bet. Um, I think there's a stat, one guy lost 13 grand in seven mm. hours. It's madness. Oh. Yeah. Or 12 hours. I yeah. Because you could put on bets really quickly. Yeah. So like you could be putting on £100, like it's like every six seconds or something. Because I, 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 I came across that when I was researching for this. Um, so you could lose a hell of a lot of money in a yeah, very quick yeah. space of time um, and I think there was a loophole they used to get around it but which has been closed now um, but it's an interesting one because I actually watched a couple of uh, so I went on the uh, I think it's the Gambling Commission their YouTube page yeah. and watched a couple of like I think it was the head of Ladbrokes or whatever and they were kind of talking about regulation and whatnot. and it was interesting because he was pretty open and honest to say pretty much the house has to win for gambling to be in existence yep. yeah you know? and, and it's not just gambling <laughs> yeah. it's any activity related with odds or uncertainty yeah exactly so it's he kind of was open with the house does always have to win for there to be gambling yeah and he was trying to sell it as a case of gambling is something that society enjoys it gives them entertainment da 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 um so it should be a huh really because it hasn't like an excitement with it right Mm. and there's actually biological proof for that as well because if you think of it if we know the house has to win or the house always wins why do we gamble? Because we are effectively throwing money away as a whole. Individuals may win, but as a whole, we are throwing money no, we, away. We do that in other instances as yeah, well. I suppose. More but, on that later. Yeah. <laughs> but but my, my, my simple answer to that is, we always think we know best. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. someone will look at a bet and say, oh, these odds are quite high. It's a nice bet and I think it's going to happen. Mm. Never say to yourself, well, these guys have crunched how many data points to arrive <laughs> at this these odds? Yep, yep, yep. Why do you know better? Well, yeah. sometimes you do. Things happen. Yeah. But um, no, I don't. It's not exciting. It's never exciting to lose. <laughs> right? so. No, but it's exciting to make money, right? <coughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. There you go. Exactly. That's the flip side of it. I, I think it just made me view gambling slightly differently because I always viewed it as I had a very negative uh, stigma. Same, of it also, same. so driving past the betting shots, my dad always used to point them out. Don't yeah. end up in there. Don't end yeah. up in there. All that kind of stuff. Um, you hear about people losing money all day long, and you. And another thing that used to frustrate me is that I used to only see. Well, I, in my perception, if you only saw them in poor areas, the yeah, gambling shops yeah, anyway, yeah. the bookies. The majority, now, right. don't get me wrong, rich people probably gamble that. in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think those uh, the multitude of those gambling shops in those poor areas can't help. Yeah. Well, that was it, my initial it's, feeling. It's very accessible. Exactly. Yeah, very accessible. Well, if I'll give you an example, um, somewhere close to where I live, um, Deptford. Mm. I mean, Deptford High Street, in the space of one or two blocks, has about four betting shops. Yeah. Like, you could, you literally see people leaving one to go to another. And that's like one high street. Or one high street is, you know, it's, it's a very short, I would, like I said, a block or two. Um, some of the listeners will know exactly what I'm talking about. There's literally three or four um, mm. betting shops, maybe even more. Wow. And, and I've literally seen people leave one betting shop, go to another. Mm. It doesn't change your odds, the eventuality is the eventuality, yeah. but this is the mindset people get into. Yeah. So, so, so I think in some of those things, what I think what changing my mindset slightly is, is it a case of, blanket gambling is bad for society or is it a case that we just need to educate people more 
and maybe protect vulnerable people because that's what that's definitely the point they were trying to get across that everything uh or, or people can come across with anything if they're vulnerable right yeah. so if you've got an addictive personality it could be drugs it could be gambling it could be whatever or is it is gambling bad or is it we just need to improve people's engagement with gambling i feel like gambling probably started as just this fun competitive thing right you and don't i think so put is. too much risk in it it's just fun like little things like sweepstake at work that's yes, gambling. That's, that's, gambling. that's true. No, not a reason gambling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No. But it costs one pound, so yeah. it's, it's nothing really. It's one just pound. Wasted a pound. Wasted a pound. <laughs> <laughs> I still has hit lo- a, the lottery too. Well, I still think it's a, how much it's is a lottery fun now? thing like to do. Two pounds. Yeah, yeah. But, I know. That's why I don't play anymore. You might think it's a fun <laughs> thing too because you're able to control it. Yeah, because I'm not addicted to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I think we're at a stage where because it makes money commercially. Which inevitably means some corporations are quite big and powerful now. And, you know, they're employing lots of people, they're mm. paying lots of tax. If you look at it in essence, yeah, I don't see any positive sort of yeah. use case for gambling, you know? No. Yeah, I really yeah, don't. Yeah. To, the point where, to the point where, if you look at America, God, not, I think most of America, gambling is still banned. Oh, really? Yes. In most of America, gambling is still banned. In most states, a lot of states in America, there's no gambling. Is that why there's a fixation on Vegas then? Vegas, Atlanta City. Now yeah. that's soon going to change because, you know, people's, people's friends is in, mm. is in power now. Mm. And he's all about business and corporation. But yeah, so if you think about a country, a country like America, gam- a lot of, in a lot of states, gambling is still illegal. If you try and use your phone online gambling there, it won't work. Yeah. Oh. There's certain countries, um, in Europe where you're not allowed to gamble online, etc. Mm. So I, I think for me, it's just one of those, there's a few things like this now, but it's got to the stage where, Okay. Where we've kind of said, you know what, uh, people can do it sensibly. It's fun, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But the companies behind them have got so big and so powerful that, um, you can't go back now. Even yeah. the, the, um, the ruling to bring fixed odds betting from a hundred down to two pounds. The, the association of, you know, whoever represents the betting companies came out and said, Oh, we estimate 2000 betting shops are now going to have to close. Yeah. X amount of thousand people are going to lose their jobs, et yeah, cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, that's fine. But did you not see the statistics of, of how many people are losing, mm. losing money? Everything, how, yeah. how many people's lives is ruining? But they don't care about that. That's, well, that's, but you could, yeah, I suppose you could say they don't care or they could literally just be thinking we're, you know, causing pain for one, moving pain from one part of society to another. No, no. I, you know, so, I, so I, I get it. But uh, yeah, you know, what, who do you feel is more vulnerable? People losing their jobs or people addicted to gambling? I, I don't know. That's a subjective. So with gambling, go, no, go ahead. With gambling, the only people that benefit from it are the corporations. Right? No, that's not true. And well, obviously the people that win the bet. Well, okay, What's your definition of benefit, view, I suppose? This is yeah, my idea about bet- betting mm. and gambling, right? Okay, I go to the casino, right? Mm. For two reasons. A, I want to win money. Mm-hmm. And B, I like the excitement of, of the uncertainty of yeah. whether I'm going to lose or not. Okay. Those are my two reasons for going there, right? Mm. Whether I win or not, obviously if I leave without any money, I'll be upset that mm. I lost money. But, before I go in there, I'm going there for those two reasons. Yeah. So in in essence, it's a service that I'm paying for, and you're still benefiting with a with a chance of winning some money. Yeah. That's yeah. how I look at it. Right? Yeah. And that's so, how we're trying to put it. Yeah. So I I wouldn't say gambling is a bad thing. It mm. only becomes bad when it's not controlled. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So mm. it's obviously it's difficult to distinguish between people who can control their gambling habits and who can't. Yeah. And you can argue that's not the that's not old that's not to, in totality, the responsibility of the, of the betting company or the mm. casino, etc. They have a obligation to to try and help those yeah. people with gamblers. 
But they could argue, well, it's not entirely our fault. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. They could definitely argue that. Mm. But but then you can't gamble if you're under eighteen, right? As a twenty-one, no, you can't. You can't gamble if you're under eighteen. Yeah, yeah 18. you can buy the lottery from sixteen. 16. I think they were, they were talking about increasing that to eighteen. Yeah, That's yeah. So I they're looking at it now. So as part of that report, they're looking at that now. Um, I mean, to be fair, the gambling commission is coming. Um, is very visible now. Like mm. I said, they've made a move like that, which I didn't think they would make. Yeah, hundred pound down to two pound is a big thing. Um, and we do have situations of like there's people who are almost professional gamblers mm. so I remember yeah. reading an article there's these two boys um, and they've basically made a living out of betting on football online yeah. so they they watch football matches all around the world yeah. all the time so and they've got so much data mm. um, that now they, they're betting out of profit and it's 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 an income stream now you know they live yeah. off it they do it full time wow. so sometimes okay. I'm up at 4am watching a game in South America and he's betting on that game and he's winning. So they, yeah. they lose, et cetera, but on a whole, mm. they're up. So there yeah. are, there are those extreme yeah, examples. Yeah. Um, and you know, I have friends who are constantly up. Yeah. Um, but to me, they're, they're, they're rare. They're, mm. they're, so I feel like the all minority. the examples you spoke about are still controlled because those people are never putting in more than they can afford to lose. Yeah. You but know? then you know what the, 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 the difference is here, right? Those, what you've, that example you just gave, John, right? Now that's that's an example of a skill based gambling or betting. Yeah, good. Whereas with playing roulette or whatever, that's just pure luck, right? Yeah. So yeah. you gotta distinguish between the two. Yeah, that's there's, a, good point. there's a game of chance, yeah. And there's there's a game of skill. Yeah. Poker is a game of skill. Yes. Right? Roulette is a game of chance where yeah, you have no you have no influence over what's mm-hmm. gonna happen. You can get three blacks in a row you can have five blacks in a row yeah. you just don't know yeah I've never understood people that play really I'm not yeah, gonna lie yeah, yeah. Nah, I don't. I, it's whether it's an ego thing, thing right? but I need to feel like I made a decision and that decision mm. yielded some some positive outcome even, or even if it's negative at least I, I, I can say oh why did you do that yeah but roulette is just you know first, first time I played roulette I remember this this is my friend's birthday we went in um, Empire West End five pounds I won 150 pounds wow. wow first time ever playing roulette Hundred and fifty wow. per yeah. I'm the kind of person if I won that first time I'd never play roulette again. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you're scared of getting attacked. You, you, you wise. You wise. Well, not even that because it's not happening again. It's not happening again. <laughs> not happening again. You wise. I've got my win. I'm done. You know. So I think another thing to highlight as well. So um, the gambling uh, commission are also looking at stopping people using their credit cards. Yes. With the online betting. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's a good, good idea. That's, that's definitely good, a good idea. Yeah. So, um, I do know that some people, they use their, their, well, some people use their credit cards online to, to bet. So oh, when you're okay. using these betting websites or these betting apps, yeah, you lo- sort of load money into an account, almost like a wallet. Mm. Um, and of course, these companies have made sure you can do it every which way, PayPal, debit mm. cards, credit cards, etc. So they're looking at that as well. That's and good. I do know that, um, I think credit card companies treat that as a cash withdrawal, not as a purchase. Gotcha. So if you do use it for betting, um, oh, you get the stuff. yeah, the yeah. They, so, so people then find themselves almost in a mm. snowball effect now and it keeps, and it keeps rolling. So hasn't there been a scandal or something recently? Have we covered that? It's a fixed, that, it's a that fixed was a scandal. Yeah. So some stats around that with the, the scandal. So almost 14% of all people that used fixed odds betting terminals were problem gamblers. And that's okay. higher than any other form of betting. Mm. Right? So they felt like the fixed odds betting terms were causing a, a specific problem. I think accessibility was an issue. You know, yeah, you just walk yeah, in, yeah. you could be there all day, etc. Um individual gamblers lost more than a thousand pounds on fixed on betting terminals on more than two hundred and thirty three thousand occasions. That's crazy. In a wow. single ten month period. 
I would do some quick arithmetic, but I'll let Francis do that. <laughs> but, you so know, a thousand pounds on two hundred and thirty-three thousand occasions. Individual That's gamblers. So they've separated the data. They've not said one person ten times. Mm. Individual gamblers. That's that's a crazy number. Yeah. Um, well, I'm not sure of you. Well, you seem like you're itching to say something. No, I was going to say it's a that it sounds very extreme, right? Mm. I almost feel like yes, there's those um, betting companies. They should take some blame. But then, why would you do this to yourself? That's the question, right? Yeah, but first, you're looking at this from your point of view. Yeah. So, where you are today, your mindset exactly, today, how exactly. you look at things logically, yeah. etc. As 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 we know, when people get to a state of addiction or close to that, all of that goes. The, out. Okay, yeah, the fine. way they process yeah. the logic yeah. is very different. You got right? Rational thing. If, okay, uh, that's true. Yeah, imagine that's engaging with things without rational thinking. You're right. You got, you're right what do right. they call it? Gambler's fallacy or something? Mm. Where you feel like you're you're. If I keep betting out, eventually, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The I'll next one will be the, the corner. Big yeah, 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 yeah. The next, and, good, good. When you watch and those kind of like documentaries about Vegas and stuff, you see yeah. a lot of people with that. Yeah. Oh, the next one's going to be the one and all that kind of crap. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. Crap. There's, <laughs> a, there's a film Sorry. called The Gambler with uh, Mark Wahlberg, and it's that sort of. Yeah, I started watching. I haven't finished it. Um, and he's a he's a quite uh, well accomplished man. He's a university lecturer, comes from a good family, mm. but he's he's got a real gambling problem and part of the film is, is premised on him going to ask his mum for one last big chunk of money mm. because he owes somebody uh, a lot of money from a poker game and he's going all in to win to win all his money back mm. pay off the guy and walk away with his cash mm. and that way um, so so those, those, are the, those are the sort of things people find themselves in um, what else is there on that despite the warning to the wider industry and curves and there's, there are 33,611 fixed odd betting terminals in the UK. Yes. 33,000. It'd 33, be good to know where, which areas they're concentrated in. Mm-hmm. Very true. I couldn't find any of that data though. I, I'd, I'd hazard a guess. Um, each of which take more than 53,000 from gamblers each year. That's insane. 53,000 pounds per machine. And if you look at the gambling industry as a whole, right? So they use this metric called gross gambling yield. Which is the amount left after paying out winnings, but before your costs. Mm-hmm. So you know, like in a normal company, you would say, you know, your your income, and then right. So the the <laughs> sorry, this number kills me. The total uh, gross gambling yield, so the amount after we paid out winnings, but having account for costs, is thirteen point nine billion. <laughs> right, um, between October twenty sixteen and September twenty seventeen. Online alone, mm-hmm. so what they call remote, yeah, yeah. was four point seven billion pounds. Yikes. Yeah, paid. Yeah, so up, so that's what they retained after they paid out winnings. Right. That's winnings. the house of winnings. So basically, that's all the money were all the yeah, losers. Yeah, yeah, well, basically, yeah, yeah. 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 all the losers. That's the house of winnings. Yeah. Is it zero sum game, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's a, it's a it's a large number. That there are eight and a half thousand betting shops in the UK, and that's the scary thing. So like, you think of a time now, like now, where you know people are stretched financially. You can't be giving money to gambling companies, man. Shouldn't. You shouldn't be giving, you know, and it's, and that's what makes me very cynical seeing them where they are. You know, those are the places they don't need to be, you know, and with, in a capitalist system, you can say it's the responsibility of the, the, the people going into those shops to avoid them to not use it or whatever. But we have to do something to protect that section of society, if not even just informing them more. Well, just like anything else, right? If, if people have reached that point, then you, you have to look at them as vulnerable. Yeah. So, so things need to be done to help these individuals who are vulnerable. 
And you read stories, uh, uh, you know, like I said, we were doing all the research, you read stories of how gambling has affected people's families, yeah. you know, people losing their jobs, mm-hmm, etc., mm-hmm. getting into other debts because they're using that money to gamble. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a, it's a pretty serious thing. I, I think what struck me is how big an industry it is. Yes. Yeah, um, thing. you know, some of these companies are absolutely massive mm. and, and, you know, they, they take almost, I would, I wouldn't say a backseat publicly, but unless you're in that world, unless you, actively watch sports or 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 gamble mm. you might not know too much about them and realize how big they are yeah, 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 um, yeah. and i think that's a very deliberate thing of course a very course. deliberate thing um so here's an example of something we're talking about 47 percent. the proportion of online gamblers prompted to spend money in gambling by advertising 47 yeah. percent. so almost yeah. half of the guys who do so effectively saying that if I didn't see an advert, I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. So those halftime ads uh, with that Ray Winston guy, would that be an example of that? Right? Yes. And, mm. and I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, we had a conversation about this at work uh, when I was working at the time and I said, you know what? This is getting really tricky now. Mm. So so for those that don't know, um, I, I don't know whether it's a technological advancement or, or a change in law or whatever. There came a point where if you're watching an event, the adverts at half time or during the game would actually surface bets related to that game. Yeah. Yeah. So for argument's sake, if you're watching Real Madrid versus Barcelona, in the ad break you'd see um offer for, you know, Messi next goal scorer and odds for that. Mm. So to me that was very real time. And that's yeah. very that would encourage people to bet. Yeah. Of, course, of course. But when you say that, I wonder if have they asked if that's first time betters? Because I don't feel like an advertisement can um push first time betters to bet. I don't think that's what it would be. You know what? Yeah. That's My a fantastic first time point. betting was because of an advert. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I was going to say the same, yeah. but it's yeah. because of a different type of advert. Yeah. It's because uh, Sky Sports, they were basically saying, if you're a new joiner, mm. we're going to give you £20 for free to bet. And that's the reason why I, I went okay. to bet. And it's funny you said that. I was going to come on to that. So I've read a lot of here, but my thing was, I think they need to curb those free bet offers yeah, yeah. personally. Yeah. Because... Um, that's how they hook people in. Of course. Um, you know, come in and it's never cash. They'll give you a free bet. But it's yeah, not £10 yeah. cash. So those are the kind of adverts. That's where I started. Um, oh, it was like, well, I think an event was going on. I think it was either a World Cup or, or European Championship, something mm. like that. £20 free bet. If you deposit £10, I thought, okay, well, I've got £30 yeah, to pay yeah, yeah, yeah. And the rest is history, as they say. Yeah, so yeah. I didn't read much about that, but I think those mm. offers, it's a very good point you make. I think those offers are... Or what they should look at. How yeah. how do they hook people in, so mm. to speak? Um, I mean, I'm sure the gambling companies won't say it's not a hook. It's a it's a new joint offer yeah. or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, it's so easy. You download the app, you log in, you attach your credit or debit card mm-hmm. details, and you're you're in the and matrix, so it. to speak. Yeah, Off you yeah. go. Yeah, definitely. You know. Um. So so yeah. Some starting figures. I think. What else? What else did I pick up that was that was? Oh yes. So they did a report. <laughs> they did a report, and they said more than two million people in the UK. This was as of. August last year, more than two people, two million people in the UK are either problem gamblers or at risk of addiction, and they estimate that there are actually four hundred thousand gambling addicts in the UK. Wow, now, that might not sound like a big number, but it, but but it is big. When you four hundred thousand, yeah, that's that's a lot. You know, so that to be a bit sensational, it's almost half a million yeah, people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're gonna have a tablet in your that's, like. that's how they do it in the news, right? <laughs> True, right? Um, you know, Wait, what's uh, that? What's the what's the UK population? It's like fifty six million. Yeah, around so, that. Okay, sit around. Sit, okay, fine. So it's less than ten percent, but it's still a huge. Still. It's, it's a, it's a yeah. large number. Yeah. And for me, it, I'd be worried. What, what parts of society are those four hundred thousand? Yeah, exactly. See, so I, I, I want to say a lot of them are in the north. I don't know why. 
Um, no? Please do not attach John to that. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't attach anyone other than Francis. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to leave him out there on that He wants one. all the verses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I think, I think, I don't know how they collected that data without getting too technical, but I would love to see, as you say, who those yeah. gambling dates are, yeah. you know, um, how affected are they? So I don't know if, if only 10% are, you know, chronic gamblers, etc. that could be, that could be one thing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you know, figures like that are, are pretty, are pretty startling. And, and, you know, as we talk about finance and how people use their money on the show, yeah. we've always talked mm. about people using their money for good and being positive, etc. I think it was important to cover a topic like this, to try and understand and have you where people's money is going and, you know, that sometimes there are returns, but exactly a lot of times there aren't. Yeah. I feel like if you are so, if you are a football fanatic, you're so into it. You follow the teams, whatever, and you make a reasonable bet, right? Mm. Reasonable, reasonable. Mm. I know it's different from investing. I know. Well, However, I wish, I, is I how different, different is it? Well, it's, yeah, it's not. It's, it's not. It's not that. <laughs> you could argue some of these people know more about their football teams. Than, what, than the companies they're investing in. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> the only thing I would say though is that at least the companies you're investing in, there's some structure to what they're doing and mm. there's a lot more structure to the data around them and what you're reading yeah. into. Yeah. You, you know, as in, but I can't legislate for what those nonsense footballers that make up Arsenal's mm. 11 on a Saturday are going to do. Yeah. Right. But I might understand why the CEO is trying to twi- acquire that company. Um, mm. or do that merger or, yeah. or, or that acquisition or, or etc. right? But, but yeah, I, I'm with you. I, the underline is not that much different. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's, 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 that's that, 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 um, what Sam just said. It, it brings us to, to two concepts. One's risk and one's uncertainty. <laughs> <laughs> John was just making, <laughs> come on, man. Anyway, so like risk, right? Mm. Is, um, when, how I look at risk is, is basically the, the chance of something happening that has happened before, mm. right? So, I don't know, stock price drops by 1%, fine. There's a chance that that's going to happen again next week, right? Uncertainty is the chance of something happening which hasn't happened before. Mm. The company goes bankrupt. It's yeah. never happened before. There is a chance of it happening. The two sound very similar, but they're two very different things. Yeah. yeah. So, what did you say about, yeah, Um, you said like, with a football team, you study the football, whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like investing, it's it's all about reducing uncertainty. Mm. You don't necessarily yes. want to reduce risk. Because in theory, in order to get returns, you, you have to take high risk. Yeah. In theory, right? Yeah. Because um something which didn't have high risk, why would you get a high return from that? Yeah. 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 Right? True. It's true. true. It's very simple. Like if you go way back, you know, in the I don't know, a couple hundred years ago. Um, a ship sailed off to some far place, came back with spices, sugars, whatever. That was financed by someone, some royal who had loads of money. That was his investment. Yeah. So when all the, the, the goods came back and they sold it, he got most of the returns. Obviously, he paid the captain, the mm. ship guy, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But he got most of the return. So this this concept of risk and return is, is old. It's really old. And yeah. that's where it comes from. Um. I looked at Lloyd's, Lloyd's of London, right? So the insurance company, uh, the insurance broker. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just saying earlier that all these odds and gambling, betting, investing, they're all kind of, they all come from the from a similar place or they all have like a similar history, right? Mm. So Lloyd's, Lloyd's of London, the insurance broker, as you know today, where you can basically insure anything. You can go there and say, look, I want to insure my leg. If my leg breaks, yeah. I want 200 million. Yeah. They'll say, that's fine. 
every month, every year, you need to pay this much mm-hmm. payment, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Now, that comes from um, in the 1600s. So Lloyd's, he had a coffee shop, right, mm-hmm. in the city of London. So back then, coffee shops were this cool thing to have, whatever, because coffee wasn't as accessible. Mm-hmm. And um, what he realized was he was um, near the, the port, whatever, not the port, um, what do you call it? Um, the docks or whatever. Yeah, docks. yeah. Anyway, he realized that a lot of people come there in a the coffee shop and just gossip about cargo. About they say, "Oh yeah, I know this ship has gone to this place, but I don't think they're going to make it because the captain said last time they went there was this blah blah blah." So they were just gossiping, exchanging information, and then actually realized, "Hold on, that was actually valuable information." Because to say that a captain might said, said "Or oh, I took this route." there were pirates or something or this happened on this route whatever. Mm. so it was valuable information and um he, he started to realize that people come to his coffee shop just to exchange that information mm-hmm. so he thought you know what why don't i just create a list write down all the information that i know start selling them so that's what he started doing Got you. he started doing that and it's just word of mouth more and more people start coming to his coffee shop to the point where government officials were coming to his coffee shop to get information. Oh, wow. wow. So then what, what he started to do was he reserved an area which was only for ship captains. Mm. So what he would do is he'd say, yeah, this is just for you. Have a drink, blah, blah, blah. He'd say, you know, what, what's, your, what's in your ship? What are you doing, blah, blah, blah. He started doing that. He's like, okay, are you insured? He's like, no. Okay, maybe I can help you find someone to insure you. Mm. So he said, what, um, what's in your cargo, blah, blah, blah. Then he'll find someone who's got money and say, look, this guy is willing to pay you this much money if you can insure his products. So mm. he'll be the broker and he'll make a little commission. Yeah. He started doing that. That's how Lloyds of London was born, right? Wow. That's how it was born. I need that story. And then he started <laughs> offering, but wait, he started doing this and he started offering like, essentially bets on anything. Like, yeah. women's chest, chest seat, what was the word? Um, chest chest seat belt. I don't even know what that is. So do you want to Hey. Um, I've got an idea, but so a trusty belt, from my understanding, was for how I've seen it represented in the media, was like a metal device that was kind of like a ah, female so underwear. They, they can't, so they couldn't have uh, intercourse. Ah, so okay. it's a, a, a uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah it's like a metal set of panties that locked. So you're, you know, but is that what you were going to say? Because if not, I, I that's very sure, random. <laughs> yeah, he started on he started on selling insurance on that, right? Saying that if that was broken and it wasn't a real bill you would get a payout. Wow. You could insure that, yeah? You wow. could insure death by gin drinking. You could insure um, death of horses. You can insure anything you can yeah, think yeah, of yeah. in this little coffee shop. And he was just a broker. That's what he started doing. But was he using the information to yeah. then take bets on the odds of things happening or not See, happening? at that point, he wasn't. He was just take, taking the information and, and um, just basically making money off selling insurance. Okay. But the issue now is that they just they all assumed the odds were the same yeah that, that's so, what I was trying to get to yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so when they were doing that a ship that was going to Spain would have the same premium as a ship that was going to Jamaica oh. which obviously was wrong but they didn't really realise that yeah. at the time it's only when people start thinking of probability which came from gambling so people start to gamble in the coffee shop as well so people Got start you. to gamble and then people start asking themselves is there actually a way that can predict future events outcomes how can I actually think of something that would kind of, you know, help me, I don't know, maybe decrease my mistakes or help me win more money? Mm, and then they started looking at old texts like Bernoulli, all these Italian mm, mathematicians, whatever. They that's had really Newton, interesting, huh? they had all started 
different types of probability. Got you, got you, got you. And there was this guy, I forgot, I forgot his name. He lived in London as well. And what he did was, um, he created a table, mm. what, what we know today as a mortality table, okay. which insurance companies use, right? So he did an estimate of how many people that lived in London. Then he said, okay, how old were most people or whatever? Then he looked at stuff like, um, how many people die each year? How many people are born each year? Mm. Then he looked at how old were the ones that died, et cetera, et cetera. So bear in mind at this point, they had this, um, life insurance was actually called death insurance at okay. that time. <laughs> yeah. Somebody marketing changed that. More accurate. <laughs> it was called death insurance. Yeah. But the Christians at the time didn't like that because they felt, no, this was going against God's whatever. Yeah. So they changed it to life yeah. insurance. Yeah, yeah. But at the More time, life, life insurance yeah, for, for a 20 year old, would be the same as for a 50-year-old. Mm. But then when this mortality table was developed, and then this guy noticed, oh, wait, hold on. No. Actually, the older guys... I was born in the wrong era. I'm sure I would have spotted that too. Yeah, he, he, he realised, uh-huh. actually, no, people that live in this part of London, they actually tend to die a lot younger. Mm. Or these people that live in this part, they actually tend to die a lot older. So he created this mortality table. And then people started using that to actually price the premiums mm. of the insurance. Mm. So prior to that, yeah, whatever premium was, it's the same for everyone. Um, dope? Not dope, bro. Huh? <laughs> no, I said dope, but I said not dope. Bro. Yeah, it's interesting to see where it came from, right? Yeah, yeah. And how things start. So, uh, uh, sorry, were you going to... Um, yeah, no, go on, go on. Yeah, I, I was going to say that the, things, uh, the thing for me looking forward is, what I'm noticing that there's lots of new betting companies coming out. Yeah. And they're all trying to find a product angle. Mm. So, if I think about it, you know, with my day job in mind, someone has sat somewhere and said, okay, fine, you know, I want to bring out an app or I want to use words like, you know, customer channel, whatever it is. <coughs> what could we do differently? How can we offer value to these customers, mm. et cetera? But for me, that means how can I find a new way for people to bet? Exactly. Yeah, and that's what I'm worried about. And exactly. someone's going to develop something new and funky. I think for me, the last thing was cash out. Yeah. That was a big, big thing, being able to cash out of bets. Mm. Mm. And now, now that's turned into, you know, the, the, the uh, app, the bet builder and all that business. So it's, I'm kind of thinking, what is the next thing someone's going to bring out? That's really amazing, and it hooks on a new generation of betters. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 the thing to to work out. But um, you know, if anyone has any issues with betting, go to the gambling commission. <laughs> yes. yes, no, definitely. You no, know, I think it's a serious no, thing. As in, I was actually going to say that. If like, people yeah. are listening to a lot of the stuff we yeah. talk about, are making sense. Um, hundred percent. And but this is an issue for them financially. Yeah. You know, no, get to the gambling commission, and sure. even if you don't think you have a problem, let's you know, let someone, someone professional tell you yeah. you have a problem. You know, most what? things we discuss here are lighthearted, but yeah, this yeah. one yeah. potentially can be. Another funny fact that I wanted to add to what I just said was, you know, the word underwriter. <laughs> yeah. They actually come from that same era as well. Oh, really? So what the broker does after he agreed on both parties, he always to create a contract and he say yeah, sign whatever under the contract. And that's 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 where the word underwriter comes from. Got you. Got so in the insurance underwriters. Yeah. That's all that's it is. All it is. Yeah. Oh, cool. Cool. But yeah, like we said, if betting's not done in a controlled environment, it yeah. could get very, very detrimental. Definitely. And it has, you know, far reaching impacts uh yeah. to society as a whole, but definitely certain parts of society. Mm. So one of the things I saw uh, on YouTube was a documentary on kind of high impacted island. Um, you know, and the amount of young men uh, an old man that were addicted to gambling, losing money, had that very impacts their, 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 you know, relationships with their families, not being able to provide, taking out frustrations on their kids. Yeah. What did those kids grow up to be? So mm. when you think about it, the most vulnerable people, uh, of this, what impacts does that have to society long term? Yeah. You know? And you yeah. can see some alignment with that with other types of addiction. Exactly. Mm. Some of that yep. stuff you exactly. talked about. Yeah. yeah. 
you know, without knowing too much about it, you can see some alignment there. Yeah. And we've only mostly talked about football betting today, yeah. right? Yeah. But, you know, horse racing is another yeah. big area for yeah. betting. Yeah. You know, um, um season. well, there you go. Yeah. Things like that. Um, you know, and it's sort of tradition to go mm. up there, you know, have a flutter, yeah. as, as it's called, etc. And that's the thing. We, sorry to cut you. But we have that um, association in this country of having a flutter, it being very positive and yeah, light and a definitely. bit of fun. Definitely. And I think what we've uncovered today, that there's a large part of society where it isn't probably fun mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. It's probably what they're using to survive. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's like, yeah, it's, it's a necessity to You know what I mean? That is, that's how they're trying to make money. Yeah. I mean, the, one, one area we've seen gambling that's uh, come to publicity now and then is football, football players. Um, so in the past, you, you've heard stories, true or not, about football players having uh, large gambling debts or um, within each other. So poker Ray games Parler's in the buses. I think there was an England team once mm. with uh, where they were having large, betting large amounts of money yeah, in the past. Yeah. But you have people who would use an old style of gambling where they would bet through a bookmaker, someone called a bookmaker, oh, yeah. who where you'd call him, lay a mm. bet. You haven't actually exchanged cash yet. When the bet is now is now over. You have, he'll have owe you money because you've won or you yeah. owe him money. So yeah. there's stories of, you know, footballers of people, quite a lot of money. Floyd used to do it all the time. Um, oh yeah, people yeah, Floyd used to do it all the time. Um, but getting into gambling problems and having gambling mm. debts. Oh, okay, got you, got you. you know, got so, you. so, so there's that. Um, but I think the technology has opened up gambling to people to gamble in areas that isn't their expertise, if yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So if you're proper into horse racing and you'd go to all the races, et cetera, you might bet on horses and stuff. Mm. If you're into football, you'd bet on football. But yeah. now I can open my app and bet on literally anything. anything. Anytime, Tennis, anywhere, right? Yeah. Cricket, you know. And Any some of the, the bets, world. you can bet on corners, throw-ins, yeah. the amount of yellow cards. Mm, yeah. <laughs> That's, and because I don't think lot. the technical, technological side of it is highly regulated <clears throat> as of yet, like most technological advances. I think that's one of the things I picked up. When you like, say technological, sir, what do you mean? So like, so like your bet, is it Betfred? Yeah. The online, sorry, let me say, the online betting platforms. Yeah. I don't think they're as regulated as the traditional bookies. Are. No, no, they are. Are they? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. fine. So you, in fact, they're getting hit a little bit harder. They, they need to be. Yeah. So, so things like stopping people sort of, uh, betting with their credit card. Yeah. 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 Okay. Take some, that. some slice mm. out and things like that. But they're looking at them really hard. That's why they're looking at things about, about advertising and mm. how many people follow their betting company on social media. They're trying yeah. to see that link if it's, because, there's a bit of a pull effect. Yeah. Because my whole thing is the amount of data they'll hold on you, how more, like any of this stuff, how, uh, particularly they can target individuals, mm. you know, to know maybe what your interests are, your habits. And target you in that way. Yeah. And yeah, does that yeah. make those vulnerable people even more vulnerable, you know? And there's a lot of things you can do with like, uh, tracking people in terms of their behavior on their phones yeah, and things like exactly. that. Um, and once again, I go back to accessibility, right? So I can be watching the game and decide to make a bet mid game. I think with that increase in accessibility, there needs to be a relative increase in regulation or mm. at least level of scrutiny anyway. I can't, yeah. you can run out to the betting shop at half time, but it's not the same, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I just think the accessibility and the, and the speed at which you can bet now and put bets on, there needs to be a, an adequate level of control yeah, to yeah. sort of balance yeah. that out, I think. Literally, there's a bookie in every household now yeah, if you have I a th- smartphone. I think at half time is crazy because you're already in it. Yeah, yeah. Adrenaline's yeah. going, you're thinking about the game, you just make a rash decision. And mm. Yeah, of course. Unless those two people have more than one betting app. At one yeah. point, I had, because of the free bet thing, I was just going around basically, yeah. whoever had a free bet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had like 12 betting apps on my phone. Yeah. I, had to, I was like, what are you You doing? don't kill me with this guy the most, right? With his truly analytical mind. He'd always present it to me like a business case. I'm like, bro, you're just betting. <laughs> Don't you <laughs> I, But they see me. It's true though. No, but, but that's how I have to think about it. Yeah. I hate losing money, mm. right? So, so sometimes the, the bet that you should do, I wouldn't do because the football side yeah, of me yeah. would be like, that's not happening. Yeah. When we actually look at it, 
it, that's what it, should it happen. Sense, and yeah. then, yeah. and then, and then your yeah. emotional side makes you do, but you shouldn't mm-hmm. do. It's, it's just and annoying. That's um, that applies to insurance, right? When mm. we buy insurance policies, because essentially they're, they're bets. That's all. Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. they're gamble on bets on some event to happen. Yeah. That's all it is. And what you mentioned earlier with the um, the betting companies having to win most of the time, it's the same with insurance. Yeah. When you buy a life insurance policy, yeah. remember there's a million people that have bought a life insurance mm. policy. Mm. Each of them is paying a premium. Most of them are going to die before. Um, if after you it, mean? Die after the premium runs out, do you mean? Or? Well, it, it depends. So m- most of them, if they have like a fix, because you know with life insurance sometimes, I don't know, say it might cover 10 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of them will die after yeah, yeah. or something. Um, so in net speaking, the premium that the insurance company is collecting will yeah. by far obviously outweigh whatever they pay out yeah, and when yeah, they pay out. Yeah. So again net net you are more than likely going to lose and also the insurance company is betting that other stuff like claiming car insurance whatever their bets essentially that you're not going to claim mm. yeah. and yeah. they've made yeah. it they've made it so that you don't want to claim because yeah. yeah. your, your premiums will go exactly. up right yeah. so you don't want to claim yeah. and they measure yeah. things like payout ratio and things exactly. like that yeah, yeah, so again yeah. even insurance policies in a sense they are a rip off yeah. in yeah, a sense yeah, 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 for sure but then you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow right yeah, there's exactly. this uncertainty yeah. so yeah. therefore yeah. you want to protect another way to do it though well yeah. that's for another time Um. cool I don't know there's any more from anyone i was just thinking about so with the lottery um everyone that purchases a ticket whoever wins that's why they set the winnings like midweek or whatever based or based on how many people have purchased Mm. a ticket so you win a percentage of what everybody else has put in and then the rest goes obviously to the national lottery is that exactly the same with betting well, so I think the reason why the lottery is has uh, is slightly separated mm. is because you've got a fixed jackpot. So if X amount of people play, yeah. this is the jackpot. Yeah. Um, and you just have to match our numbers. So it's still gambling. So the gambling commission still very much looks at the lottery. If you look at their stats, the lottery's got a separate line. But I guess um, they've taken a slightly different view to, to, to the lottery. But it's still, to me, mm. it's still gambling. Yeah, it's still yeah. betting. I think because you're not betting on a wide range of events. It's just literally, I'm going to pick these numbers yeah, if yeah, this yeah. ball turns up. To me, it's, it's a it's a, it's a slightly different form of like bingo. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say bingo, right? yeah. Um, but, the, but I think because, I don't know why, I don't know if it's a historical thing, but the lottery seems slightly different. Yeah. Yeah. Hence why you could be 16 and play the lottery. Yeah. Um, the lottery's their private business, right? Uh, they're a charity. Yeah, yeah, Maybe it's because of the the price to get in. Well, no, no, you can put fifty people. I was just about to say you could buy a bag of lines. You could buy a hundred lines. Yeah, I think the thing with the lottery it's limited as well. There's one game on a Saturday. There's Mm. one game on a Wednesday. There's zero minutes on a Friday. The addictive part of the lottery, I think, which is just as bad as gambling, is scratch cards. Yeah, Yeah. so you see people in the news agents buying ten, twenty, thirty pounds for scratch cards. Yeah, I think that element when that came in was a typical betting company man. not profiteering but mm. in capitalist I can't say if I was working with these betting companies I wouldn't be in a meeting suggesting we do it well we can we'll talk of it but I know someone that works for a betting company <laughs> has, some, has some views um, no but if you're t- solely thinking about uh, generating profit you know what I mean no no of course if you think it was a normal business I need mm. to bring out new products I need yeah. to diversify yeah, straight, straight. what we put in the market that's why there's always two sides to these things yeah exactly, exactly. Uh, but my sides. personal opinion is that in certain industries how much you're allowed to do that should be curbed. Yeah. Whether it's right or not commercially, and this is where some people get into their bag about mm. capitalism, right? Yeah. But yeah. but I think if you're in certain industries and as a business you're performing or you're selling certain services, you should have a curb or have some different set of rules to play by. Yeah. It's, it's not the same as me selling you 
I don't know, uh, cotton buds or something. Yeah, because you know I mean? then you're depending on the ethics and morality of each individual executive, which... Well, we can't live up to them. That's exactly. The human nature tells exactly. us you can't. 100%. Right? 100%, so, 100%. But as I said, people, companies get big. You can't estimate the factor of companies getting to a certain size. Those yeah. individuals having a decent amount of political influence, you know, you yeah. aggregate that against a few people across the whole... You know, if you look at the five biggest betting companies, it's Lord This, Sir That. Yeah. <laughs> Those kind of people have decent amount of influence politically. Cool. So, uh, That's good been, yeah. <laughs> One other thing. Have any, were any of you underwhelmed by the casino in Westfield, Stratford, when you went there? Yeah, it's, it's dead. Um, it I just looked like a big Ladbrokes. I went there expecting Ocean dead. Eleven. No, <laughs> yeah. More for you, it's Stratford. It's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really dead. But I don't understand is, it personally. I had never been into a casino before, so I did expect a bit more glitz so, and glam. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I went I in there and I was like, I've been oh, to loads of casinos. Okay. Oh, all right, all right. All right, all right double O seven. The least. <laughs> oh, really? It's not glam. Now, where you stand, must see your big deals, mate. At the roulette table. It's dead. It's dead. Awful. Wait till you get to Vegas. I've been Vegas. You recently came back, right? Was it no, last year? When did you go to Vegas? A couple years ago. Oh, we get all your trips mixed up, mate. Sorry. Yeah, we do get all these trips mixed up, you know. (laughs) All these trips. Jet set. One a year. Anyway. Anyway. But yes. Thank you for listening. Um, As John mentioned, if you do have any issues with gambling, please seek help. Oh, that's being serious. Yeah, Yeah, maybe we can put something in the notes. Yeah, we will. But um, yeah, thank you for listening. Um, As As normal, please like, share, subscribe, feedback, comment. We are on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, CastBox. Yeah, by the time you listen to this, we should be on Google Podcasts if it's not too hard to do. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And and you can always email us at makingsensepodcast.com. Info at makingsensepodcast.com and hit us up on the socials, Instagram and Twitter, Making Sense PC. Yep, SoundCloud comments, everything like that. Yeah, we see it all. You know what? Shout out to some of our non-UK listeners as well. I see uh, the US, sorry, is growing and the Netherlands as well. Um, Netherlands? Yeah, we're getting regular listeners, you know, in the Netherlands as well as many other countries. But yeah, if you are from these, you know, non-UK countries reach out to us and yeah, let us know please. how and know why you, you continue who to listen you? to us and mm. and, and, and if you have any specific views from your country on our sub on our subject yeah, matter sure. so yeah. how is gambling in your country is it yep, banned there yep, yep, what yep, are people 100%. doing so it'd be great to hear um, what our subject matters look like to you from, yeah. from an international point of view perfect quickly That's before true. we go who do you guys think is winning the World Cup Ronaldo is it t- you know is it who's t- a dark horse England Yes, I agree. I really want Argentina to win. Yeah, I agree. You're the first person to agree. I agree. Um, but I really want Argentina to win it (laughs) because I'm a big Messi fan. Really? And I need the CR7 fanboys to keep quiet. CR7's winning it. He might not win it, but I don't think Portugal's winning it. Nah, probably not. But you never know. But Nigeria won, innit? It's a goal. It's a goal. You're going to show me the, what's the name of the dance? Is the podcast over now? Were you man don't dance here, John? <laughs> <laughs> exactly that. That song was made for me. I know. I know. All right. Thank you. Uh, thank you guys. guys. Take care, guys. Take Bye. Care. Bye. Peace.